Wicked Good Season 2, Episode 7. Uh, today's sponsors are Blue Chew and Tommy Chong CBD. More about them later on in the episode. If you want to check them out now, you can go to wickedgood.xyz. Wickedgood.xyz, there's, a, there's an advertisements tab. If you know how to use the internet, you can read, you click it. It's decently simple, uh, hopefully. That'd be bad. But um, I have a wonderful guest. I'm not good at giving people's intros also because... This is basically our first time meeting, so I don't yes. want to fuck up and not say something that I should have said in the intro. So I let get go in full blow, whatever you want, links, everything. Thank you, Mr. Wicked Good. Uh, my name is Hero the MC. I'm a MC from Boston, Massachusetts, and um, I represent a lot of the older lyrical side of hip hop. Um, that's pretty much all I got. I am the founder of Bars Over Bars Media, and we do a lot of submission based material. Um, so if, if artists are looking for a promotion, please do hit me up on that. 100%. That's 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 best intro, honestly, so far. Um, what I do want to talk about, just getting off right off on that, mm-hmm. is the Bars for Bars thing. And you started it 20, February 2020? Uh, I, I guess technically we threw our first show under, the, under that name in February of 2020. Yeah, you've been doing... Other things like that specific thing. Yeah, yeah. The, that's kind of the first. Um, I, I, it was founded. I guess it was founded in December of 2019, but it wasn't really like this is our first event until February. Okay, so yeah, and I, the reason I want to say that is because you guys have had to deal with the fact that you just can't have those anymore. Well, we're starting that's back. Just, to, that's just not true. <laughs> well, no, I'm well, like in the in person, like I guess at a like. Yeah, I mean, it is not true, but <laughs> like if you do it virtually. Yeah. Um, when COVID hit and people said we couldn't do shows anymore, I was like, that's just not happening. Like, well, yeah, you can. We're still doing it. Yeah. Well, um, I have it's it, it's dope. just venues are closed. So it's about finding places that aren't hip hop venues. Like we got yes. sneaker stores, we got boxing gyms, we got barber shops, we got a lot of cool locations that you would never think a hip hop show could happen at that we're throwing them at. Um, most of these events are sort of mostly live stream based. Yes. Um, but I mean, they're all in person experiences for the artists. For the artists, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, yeah, I guess I wasn't, yeah, I, yeah. That, that's more of the thing is because it kind of like, it's dope that you're actually able to adapt that much. And the fact that what do you do it, you don't do it on just one platform, right? It's no. multiple platforms. No, we do it on, um, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Unfortunately, Instagram Instagram Live does not allow great quality. Yeah, I know. It's just it's, it's just crap. iPhone camera and yeah. whatever. There's no real support for it. Um, but we use a program called Restream that puts our stuff on exactly. Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube all at once. And it's got this feature where even if somebody send, even if we have one person watching on each platform, whenever they comment, they'll see all the comments. So it's so that's it's, actually really dope. One of the worst parts about watching live. That. One of the worst parts about watching live video is that if you're the only one there, it's kind of like I'm just gonna leave. But if there are other people commenting, even if even if they're on other platforms, you see them and it feels like there's people there. That it makes so much. That makes a lot of sense. That I, that makes an insane amount of sense, and it's a cool aspect that we have now kind of been forced into a little bit because yep. of this. And I maybe we wouldn't even realize that it would be that cool before that, but. It's cool that you have able you've been able to adapt like this. Like yeah. it's probably been obviously. I mean, it's hard work, but if you're doing something you like to do, it's yeah. And the live stream shit is so cool because um, not only does it allow our um, our events to be 
forever documented yeah, on well, the internet. That's a very, yeah. I mean, once the event's over, once I hit end live, it just goes on YouTube and it's on there forever. Ever. I don't got to do anything. Um, I don't got to edit anything. Nope. I, I have an irrational fear of editing video, yeah, so I never want to do it ever. So the less editing video I have to do, the better, because I am that's, extremely terrified of it. It's not, well, I mean, I, I don't have to edit that much, but so I agree in one of your settings, though. I and I think the li- live just gives it a whole nother. Yeah, and, it's a whole and other thing. people and the hardest part for me about starting a podcast because I I do a podcast I do a live stream podcast on Friday called Check, Friday, the, Recipe, yeah, Check the Recipe, which is a lyrical breakdown genius style sort of podcast, which is something I don't think is in the podcast space currently. No, I could be I wrong, don't. but I don't think so. Um, the worst part about genius breakdowns is that like a lot of the times it's an artist that just like isn't lyrically they're just an idiot so yeah. it's like why why are you doing no one this? needs to break down no. welcome to the party by pop smoke it's not that brilliant no, no you know exactly what's there. <laughs> it's there it's there. but um i didn't want to film i didn't i didn't think i had enough time to film a podcast and then edit a podcast and then promote a podcast and then get behind it when it's live stream not only does it upload itself after Everything. immediately but it's some people don't have the attention span to watch a two-hour podcast. Oh no! So for them, not, for no. so for them to just scroll up and down on Facebook and see a live video and click it and watch a few minutes and share it and that's like and comment, good. it's done its job. That's a that's a very solid point because also it's like you have more interaction when it's live. Yeah. So rather than seeing the two-hour thing, you're like, oh shit, it's live. I know there's people fucking want. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I can beat in the mix with it. And uh, even even if years from now, when things completely get back to normal, which is probably how long it's going to take, honestly, um, we're just live streaming everything. It's just it's Will just you do for, that going forward. Just for that, like even even if stadiums are, even if even if we're throwing stadium shows and there's tens of thousands of people in them, we're live streaming it because it just it allows the reach to it allows the reach Crazy. of an event to be so much higher. And it might even it will might even make the the want to actually experience it more because now you get a larger reach. So someone doesn't have like you're when you, you're friend like, Oh, this was the best show ever. You see a stupid Snapchat recording of where your friend was in the audience. Like, Oh, I'd like to go to that concert. But if you could see perfect stage view, everything. And now you're like, Oh shit, I want to go see that in person rather than online. Yeah. I think that's another aspect that could add to it. Um, there's an organization in Manchester called rap night. I don't know if you're familiar no, with them, I, I, yep. let me um, go. but um, they they've been throwing shit. They were throwing shows weekly for for every year. Every Sunday night at the Shashkin in Manchester, they would throw a hip hop show for for seven years. Oh, and yep, and nice that stuff. and that not only is that time and dedication, but not a single one of those events was completely documented. So it's just, and it blows my mind that I wouldn't even, like our first few shows before COVID, they weren't completely documented, but the live stream stuff allows allows that history to be there and to show your body of work. And that's probably one of the most important things also is just having a body of work there too. Because it, it's, it's just content. People want to see that you're posting usually. And when you yes. have, and when shit just, when, when live streams just get automatically up, uploaded, it's, it's content. It's, that's, I always, I've been fucking around with the idea of doing this live because of that. You could debut it problem. live. You could well, debut, you could debut this. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've looked into that too. And even trying to come up with different ways of just, I don't know, because it's with this time that we're in, it's kind of pushed us into, like this was going to happen in five years or whatever. Yeah. Cause back in the day, you like, I remember when 360 video first started coming out and Dead Mouse put a fucking 360 camera at his concert. And I'm like, 
Well, this is a different perspective I've never even had before at a Dead Mouse concert. I, I've never spent the money to go to one, but I'm watching it. And that yeah. was however many years ago. And now we're like forced into it. So it's kind of making us adapt as quickly as possible to it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're just hopping on it like that is is actually really dope. Yeah. And you're one of the first, I mean, other people are doing it, but around here. Like there's not many people fully documenting, like you said, yeah. an entire thing. It's um, it's just fully documented fully documentation of the hip-hop process here in new england so that's that's, that's the hope that, that's what i believe that's what i'm trying to do and was that the specific so that while you were doing those um before it but now that you're kind of like branding it that's kind of what it's that's that's what the at. purpose of it is yeah the of the live stream it's just um it is it is full documentation of the hip-hop legacy in new england and it's dope to kind of see it like happening right now. Yeah. And it's going to get it's just just going to get even bigger. Yeah. No, New England is um New England and Boston and Massachusetts we're we're we're, we're getting there. A lot of people say Boston got next, but Boston got now. We got now. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with that statement at all because it's and it's so cool too because we live here so we see how much artistry is here, but now with the advent of the internet like, yeah, we're seeing people pop up in different towns and stuff. But, like, now it's really starting to, like, we're creating a community that can almost not be, like, you, you can't not say that it's not there. Yeah. It's with, impossible. With, um, but I think, I think hip-hop has, hip-hop in New England has a long way to go. Um, people leave New England and then get, and then get famous. I hate it. Um, Bia is becoming one of the most, she's. I don't know if it's this black and white, but she's kind of like the next Rihanna. I mean, she's it's, she's she's huge, crazy, but but she doesn't represent Boston at all, and um and that's fine. But it all it's also it's it's also makes a good point that there aren't like there's no Hot ninety seven in Boston. You no. know, there's as we're not a hip hop city, and um I don't know exactly what to do. I, I don't have like a printout of how to fix that. You can't. It's, it's just it's, um. It's just I am trying to create I'm, – I'm, I'm trying to build that foundation here. You know? And I think it's, it's great that you're trying to do that. And with you doing that, that's one, that, that's one of the sort of main things you're doing, right? I, you, I want to get into your music <laughs> because I think that that's also something really important that we should promote because you've been doing that before doing this, I would have to assume, because only an artist would think – kind of in the way that you're thinking like you have you have to be doing that so how long ago did you start i was i played my first well i put my first album out in 2016 and it was called roxbury and it was just 20 tracks that were dj premiere ripoffs um but i consider it to be like a demo tape yeah you know um technically it's my first album but you can only find it on soundcloud because it's a lot of copyrighted material yeah um dsps thank you (laughs) and then in 2019 i was ready to release my second album and i said holy shit i am stuck in the 90s because all i do is put my music on soundcloud and all i do is hand out cds in the street and it's like where is this going like hip-hop does not nobody consumes hip-hop like this anymore so I need to adapt or I'm not I'm not going to be around. Yeah. So I make all these social media platforms. I post every day, all interesting content. Um, currently, I'm gaining about 500 followers a month on Instagram. I know. So that's pretty dope. Which, which I am Set fucking... algorithms. I am crazy. I And I've, I've invested zero dollars into that's Instagram. That's the best. That's... I love... That's... Yes. Most um, people don't say it. Most people 
don't realize that most people are actually doing that. Yeah, no, people invest a lot into social media and and I just I just Well, you're investing just not monetarily. I'm investing a lot of time. Yeah, I probably that's, that's, I probably spend this is embarrassing. I probably spend 4 hours a day just handling social media. And that is a long ass time. It is, but as long as you're not like I'll spend like whatever an hour or whatever just on fucking memes. Yeah, that's including like making a graphic or yes. like it's all it's like doing stuff for, for social it. media, yes. not just like scrolling through Instagram. Yeah. It's Okay, so you're not just at the end of the week yeah. when you get that thing from Apple saying, "Oh, you've been on Instagram for umpteen hours." You're like, "Oh, fuck." Yeah. But well, you're doing so, and it's it's, it's doing stuff. It, it, that time is included of doing stuff for social media. Yes, it's also answering a lot of fucking messages. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, we can just stay on that because and trying to deal with that sort of part does it at all kind of mentally take away from doing some of this stuff, or do you think? Because I think we're getting to a point where almost like everyone has like you can't just do mute like. We're gonna. We're almost at the point where you just can't do music. You gotta do everything. You, you gotta until you get to a certain point, then you can just Kendrick and delete all your pictures on Instagram and everything. And then once a year, we know everything's coming. But yeah, uh, having a good team behind you is a must. I mean, having a guy who can who can make you a graphic or edit a video for you or or do do stuff like that is is crucial. You can't do everything by yourself. No. And at bars over bars, it is not just me. I have a fantastic group. Yes, of people I I want yeah. That well, because I was about to ask, like when you do. Cause I, you have a, you have a bunch of art that I, I call it art, but graphics and you, you have some pretty good fucking graphics. Yeah. Most people don't have good Thank graphics. You. They just, they, it's like, it's uh, just a shit show of blurriness. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Or just like, uh, the normal font that you can just aerial or whatever it is. So I was going to say, do you make those? Do you sometimes, it depends on what you see. Um, I make a lot. I mean, I'd say I make most of the things for my personal page. Okay, yeah. And when it comes to bar, when it comes to uh, bars over bars, Nick Lovin does all the in person flyers. Okay, yeah. And and then he does the flyers for Beats Over Beats. Everything else is me. Okay. Um, that's you got that Photoshop. You know how I got the Photoshop. Yes. Okay. I yes we I'm Photoshop gang since middle school. I've been. It's actually why I wasn't going to ask that Photoshop question. Photoshop gang. Might, yeah, that might get that might get us in trouble with the FCC. But um, I've had Photoshop for a really long time too, so I I, I feel that, and it's cool because now, like, what I was trying to get at is when you do the music stuff or you do the uh, bars over bars, you're there's a part of your brain that is being like, oh, how is this going to be put somewhere? Yeah, and I think that that is actually something good to have. Some people really shit. They're like, oh, I don't want to deal with any of the social media stuff. And having even having a guy do all of your social media post everything, I think it almost kind of makes it disingenuous. Yeah. No, I mean interacting with fans is the fucking bread and butter of this shit. Yeah, oh yeah. Um so like not playing shows is is, is a huge like not performing live you can't really it's hard it's harder to do it's not impossible now, but it's harder to do now. And social media and live streams and everything has given us an opportunity to interact with a lot of fans. And, oh, on crazy level, and, and you need and you need to do that because, like, you got to have actual a, fans. a crazy fan will learn your lyrics and show up to every show and buy every single merch oh, drop. Yes. And having like ten of those people every time you drop a shirt, every time you drop a new shirt, having ten people buy it, like that's awesome. I got a fuckload of cactus cacti in here, like 
I like Travis Scott. So I'm like, okay, if I'm going to give my money to a fucking, they're behind you all the, the empty. But, um, Cacti? Yeah. Oh, dude, did. What? Yeah, what? Was that on your story earlier? Yeah, I think so. I swear I saw something. I forget yeah, who I it was. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Okay, but I, I was like, yeah, so, talk, yeah. talking about cacti? So, Is that like, cactus it, water? No, no, it's ca- It's Travis Scott's um, seltzer, alcohol seltzer. It's 7%, so it's pretty flame. You have like <laughs> you have like three of them, and he's like, no more. So, but, but with that, like like what you said, interacting with the fans, like all you need is like 10, 15 of those solid fans, and then you're set, which actually is pretty cool that you're able to actually have that sort of interaction nowadays yeah um the internet has has given a lot of people the opportunity to just be creatives i mean in the 90s if you wanted to be a successful hip-hop artist you had to be signed to a label yes you had to you, you couldn't no other no you, you, there was no other option and even in the early 2000s if you wanted to put something on itunes it was like a multiple thousand dollar ordeal yeah, oh, expand, and now expensive. it's ten dollars a year to run something through DistroKid, and it puts you on fifty different platforms. Everything. I think they just added like a Snapchat thing too. Yeah, I don't fuck. I don't fuck with DistroKid anymore, but I don't want to talk about that. Oh, yeah, anyone who's used DistroKid, I probably has the exact same answer yeah. as you do. So I, I, yeah, DistroKid, I agree. The um, the the cool thing though with having the access to the fans is the ability for them to like kind of help with like what should I put out next. Like, oh, like, do you guys like this? Because I don't know what you... Do you have, like, a specific... Do you have, like, a Discord or somewhere where you talk with your fans, like, almost kind of specifically, like, the, the real close ones? Are you just always, like, in the DMs? Like, this is not a technical difficulty. This is an ad. I'm doing my own ads specifically because most monetization stuff is messed up and I don't necessarily agree with it. So I'm running ads on my own stuff on my own terms. And this episodes ad comes from blue chew say it with me blue chew blue chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer lasting erections blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder and stronger erections. You know, it combats all forms of ED, which is erectile dysfunction for the normies who didn't know what it is. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with no visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Doesn't necessarily come in this packaging right here. That's just what they look like normally. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you've been approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Best part, all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers will work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. Don't, don't, don't. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew, Sedalafil, and Tadalafil. Tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the United States and are prepared and shipped directly, so it's cheaper than the pharmacy. If you could benefit from extra confidence when it comes to performing 
Visit BlueChew.com for more details and, obviously, important safety information. And I've got a special deal for the listeners slash viewers, depending. Try BlueChew for free when you use promo code WICKEDGOOD at checkout. All you got to do, just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, BlueChew.com, promo code WICKEDGOOD to receive your first month free and I thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Also, wickedgood.xyz advertisements tab. That will give you a link directly to bluechew.com. But you can just go to bluechew.com. There you go. Done for this ad. Back to the episode. I'm just always in the DMs. Okay. A lot of people message me. Um, yeah, I try to ask opinions on songs a lot. Um, but at the same time, I just kind of like dropping stuff. Oh, I'd rather do that to you. <laughs> I'm on that. I, I don't like... Honestly, I as long what really matters to me is as long as I like it. And I true that that is that really super important. And I literally live my life just I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. I just make music and I love doing it. So yeah, so I and honestly, I have I have like uh, a terrible annoyance with trying like with uh, trying to deal with the fact that like yes you do need to do fan interaction and then like but how much is that going to then influence you personally but then i think that's just a personal struggle where you just need to realize yes i'm going to talk to these people but at the same time i the reason they like me is because i've been doing like steve jobs is like i know that stupid square black box is not going to be something anyone's going to like but i'm going to force them to like it there's a certain aspect where you just drop it just let just drop it without like even when you're even when you like talk to someone like in the studio and you're making a song and then your friends like I don't know about it but then in your head you're like I think I I think I'm going to keep it. That's why I can't record in a studio. That's why I got that's why I got to write and record by myself because I feel hey, like Hey honestly, I don't just yeah. I just yeah, early, but right before this I just explained it. Yep. So that's what you do. So you have you just on your setup I just your hang house. out. I hang out. I write my own stuff. Me and my cat, we hang out. We uh um, That's someone. Me and my cat, we hang out. Um, he's going to leak it. <laughs> he's going to leak it. Once he gets the mouse from under the stove, once he gets his toy mouse from under the stove out, um, he's going to leak my tracks. That little shit. Um, but yeah, I kind of just hang out. Uh, I write. I have to write by myself. Um, I have like no problem performing on stage. Honestly, I'm in my fucking element. But for some reason, I'm, Ooh, ve- I'm, lot, but right? for some reason I'm very nervous recording with people i'm not like like if i like i couldn't just go to like phoenix downs and fucking record with anybody yeah okay so that yeah it's just i just kind of like i like to be in my own element i like to mix and master myself i like to there's like there's a lot of things i like to do by myself and there's no problem with that either i'm the same exact way so I, i would if i like exactly the same and it's it's nice that you have a you know what works yeah. because there's a lot of people who are still trying to figure it out. But now you have it like, okay, I want to do this. I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, drop something and then, I mean, ask somebody what they think of it, you know, because you, I mean, you can delete the track, but once it's out, it's out. And then you can yeah. work, you can work on it for next yeah, oh, time. Yeah. And, or you can do the Kanye. Or you could just change. like tell them to fuck off or, yeah. or whatever. Fuck you. Uh, no, but I mean, or even, like nowadays, when when someone drops a song, even if they just drop the, like, it, actually, I guess this is a way better example. Snippets, mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, basically, every new, any 
new Playboy Cardi song that is a snippet is absorbently better than his album, but it's like I'm getting I'm not getting the full song. So you can put out you can be like, Oh, what do you like about this? You like this part of the song, and then if someone's like, Okay, yeah, your friends are like, Alright, that might be something, and you're like, <laughs> Okay, I'll finish it. And not leak it on the internet for everyone else to see. And then not get money off of it. But then it goes into the copyright crap, which is a whole nother bag. Mm-hmm. And actually, I don't know if you know this, but 2024 is when Disney's Mickey Mouse copyright ends. So 2024 is when we need to really watch out as creatives for copyright. Because for the last 70 years, Disney, the only reason copyright's so bad right now, the seven, I think it's 70-something years... The reason that is is because when Mickey Mouse was created, they don't want it to be public domain because Mickey Mouse was created early 1900s. So now what's going to happen in 2024, Mickey Mouse, public domain. So we're going to see if Disney's actually going to use their big their big hands and see if they keep pushing this copyright stuff back because it's crazy. I mean, like you, it would be nice if you could put out those mixtapes on larger platforms. Yeah. I mean, I understand why you can't. Um, I don't understand why I can't put out a remix on Spotify and then, um, just not get any revenue for it because at that point, like, I just don't care. Yeah. If it's a remix and I didn't make the beat, I don't really own it. Do I deserve to make any money off it? No, probably not. No, I agree. I don't disagree with that. You know? Um, but it's, it's so, it's so black, like it's been so black and white where it's like, it's actually, it's not really though, because with the goddamn DSPs. People are using the RSS feeds to post leaked songs on Spotify and it will run up a million streams and Spotify's like, eh, here you go. Eh, there you go. <laughs> you, go. You, you still get your whatever money out of it. It's going to be, it's so weird. And you, so you did start with the CDs and stuff? Yeah, I started with the CDs. Um, just tried to push that. Um, handing out business cards is a lot better because if someone throws it away, it's like half a cent. Piece of paper. But if it's a CD, it's like, there goes $3. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Shit. Oh, you could do actually no. But I, CDs are cool because especially like if you especially if you got cool cover art, like maybe it sits in their car for ten years. Doesn't matter. And maybe they never put it in, but there it is. It is. And it's every physical, time they get in their nineteen ninety five shipbox accord, it's there. It's there. And anytime they're like, I wonder what he's there, up to. Anytime their friends come in, why do you have a CD? Well, you know, there you go. It's. I think that is that stuff is going. Like, it is kind of making a little bit of a comeback. I think more artists should kind of be pushing. But I think it's because now we have the ability to listen anywhere. So it's not, it's more of the physical, it's not, you're not buying the CD for the music anymore. Because you can, it depends on how much of a music head you are and how much of a high fidelity stuff you want. But actually, with CDs, you can only put so much on an actual CD. So depending on how high fidelity you want to go, it's not going to be that great. But like most people stream, so you're getting shit quality. Most and people normies don't understand you're not getting as crazy high fidelity quality. So when you hand out a CD, it's more like I'm want this for the cover art. I want this because I know more of this money is actually going to go to the artist than the point zero 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 one cent. Yeah, it's um, it's two hundred and like seventy eight streams on Spotify to get a dollar. They just did you go on that website that they just dropped? Yeah. It's those sons of bitches. It's fucking nonsense, man. Um, How do like? I don't know why we as a we as a nation don't fuck with title because they pay you like almost a cent a stream, which is more than double of what Spotify pays you. Yes, way more. Yeah, 
And and like, I don't fuck with titles, so I'm a big hypocrite. But I don't. I mean, I. I don't but so. Square just bought Title, which could be a big thing. Yeah. Title doesn't have a way for you like Spotify for artists, like where you can go on there and easily do whatever. Your back end. Yeah. To work on there's the no end. there's no way there's no oh, easy way point. for you to change your stuff on Title. That's one of the best things about that Spotify. And if you and if Title did that, like Amazon doesn't have that, Title doesn't have that, Google Play doesn't have that. If those apps had that, oh. it more more and more artists would back them. Because right now it's just Such a good right now it's just Apple Music and Spotify because those are the two apps that have the artist platform and allows you to easily change things. Or because uh, because we're or because North, those yeah. are the more more accessible things. Well, and well, also I think that it's. I think obviously it was a quick play on Spotify and they realized that, hey, we do need to give the artist some of that background because it's nice to be able to actually like edit what your fucking profile says and shit. Like it's like, okay, that's not just a stock. Yeah, I can't stuff. I can't change my title like anything unless I'm a like a, a friggin engineer, Ed, oh, a fucking yeah. title engineer. Oh, yeah. It's it's weird. It's it's and it's it's weird how now that's what's doing it like it's that's what's one weird software a thing in a software is making more millions of more artists prefer another platform because mm-hmm. before it was just like oh where's my cd being sold my does i just walmart sell does best buy sell more cds or is the little shop down at that most people go get records at sell more than i mean vinyls vinyls outsold cds for the first year since like the 90s why 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 do you even think that like is it's the physical thing right it gotta be right i mean it could just be uh like the time like i guess we not we're not gonna really know naturally the we're fucking naturally listening. 30 years the curve comes back so like vinyls were popping in That's the true, 80s yeah. and 70s and now it's the it 2020s um vinyl's been coming back for a while now um i don't i don't quite care for vinyl that much the quality is not i do electronic music so i have i there's it's almost impossible to do that. I still fuck with CDs. Oh, I still... Know? Well, I mean, so the good thing about... Like, you can put... Personally, I haven't put anything on it, but the si- the file sizes that I end up with are very large. So Very large. Like it'd be only a couple... Yeah. And couple if you songs. can only fit MP3s on CDs, is the qu- is the quality even worth it? No. I, I mean, it is, but... I, I try to promote music in the way that I consume it. So I don't... Like, I have a car. Like everybody. Yeah, but my oh, yeah. car doesn't have a fucking record player in it. Nope. My car doesn't have a cassette player in it. Nope. Why should I have those things? I got a CD player. No, you should. Okay, so but, yeah. But I, I, the most amount of time I listen to music is in the car. So I try okay. to make that experience for people the best. So I pack CDs. I I make sh- I do the car tests when a, when a master's done. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a must. I, I wish my, no one does that. I do a car test. It's got a bump in the car. Before Travis, that was like one of the things. He's like, I gotta try it like seven places, make sure it's good. Yeah. Of, well, and because like, it's kind of like with, like with what I'm doing. I I'm consume probably most of my video media on, in on front through YouTube. So that's where the video for this mostly is. And I only have it on Spotify and Apple because those are the only two platforms I use personally. And I'd rather put more time into something. Like you packaging your own CDs and stuff, you'd rather probably put more time in making sure dope album cover, anything and special thing coming inside, rather than oh, what is like 
I mean, actually, I guess the Spotify album cover does kind of mean a good amount too, but like even having like a good, like actual CD holder, what do you recall it? The, um, the, the case. Yeah. Some people got those flimsy ass cases. You're like, you, you spent. There is not a single amount of promotion better than going up to someone and handing them something. Oh yeah. There is nothing, nothing. better. If I hand, if, if, if you're at a show, if you're at my show and you see me perform and you buy a CD, I have you for life. Oh yeah. For life. And that kind of promotion, I feel like people aren't focusing on. No, I don't. Need, that's the physical thing. It's like we got to. And I mean, I guess it's kind of good, too, because now the way that it's working, you don't you know how to rip a CD. You don't have to go. You don't have to have a guy who does a bunch of fucking who gets paid up the yin yang to download some stuff onto an MP3 on a CD. No, so I mean, nowadays, every, nowadays like every computer comes with a CD burner and you every, can get one on well, Amazon for 10 bucks. Oh, yes. I was going to say the new PCs, they, they, they got don't. rid of that disk drive. But you can get one on Amazon for like 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's I have not, one for the other laptop. I yeah. have those fucking bastards. Took away my CD drive. <laughs> um, you got to burn those CDs for... Actually, I'm not going to say that. You would probably know why I'm burning CDs. But... Um, dad needs CDs with songs that I just can't even get anymore. So you got to rip the YouTube. Um, the cool thing about the physical thing too is you probably, I, I won't count your pockets. The margins on the CDs is probably substantially better than the margins if you just put it on Spotify. Or, you know what I mean? Oh, fuck yeah. That's, so the physical thing gives you more money too. Best case scenario, um, a two-sided TV, front-back cover, not TV, a CD, front-back cover, image on the CD. TV would be nice. Uh, Why don't you start selling those? Just buy some Samsung. Front and back cover, full-sided case, uh, image on the CD with with the booklet on the inside. Probably about $3 a CD. That's actually and I mean, fucking good. Is it a 10-track album? Is it a 15-track album? I mean, for a... For a for my for my my album the eighth letter which is yes, that november it came out came november, out in november yep. which is 15 tracks i sell it for 15 dollars a cd that's yeah, yeah so i mean if i if i make um a hundred of them and it's three dollars each to make and then i sell them for 15 i don't know math but that's at least fifteen hundred dollars that's at least yeah Minus, minus three hundred, so so I make a twelve hundred dollar profit, and that's a lot of money that I can reinvest back into my craft. Where if I put a song out on Spotify, what I might get a thousand views, and that's like four bucks. Yeah, it's it's, it's shit. It's nothing. You're getting fucked. You're getting fucked. That's what's. YouTube YouTube is terrible. Uh, it's I'm yeah. Don't get me. For example, you need. Two million views to get two thousand dollars. Now, if you're Mr. Beast or PewDiePie or whatever, and you upload videos every single day that get those numbers, that's a fat ass check. Oh yeah, right. But with with that, you probably have a team that helps you, so you got to pay them and blah 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 blah. But if you're somebody who maybe gets those numbers but uploads once a month or once every couple months, wait, yeah, way less, way less. And so also, I I like just with the Mr. Beast video. Most of those videos, those guys are getting paid like giant checks just to have like something in the background of the video oh yeah so it's not just the ad oh yeah which is i that's i think why it's nice when someone has a dope merch like a t-shirt that they actually like put time into not like just their logo on it but like some like an actual t-shirt and with the cds it's like i just wish more people would do physical stuff because i'd like to support an artist rather than just fucking clicking on them on spotify or like running them in a playlist with the volume down like yeah, I can I can stream that and get you some money, but at a certain if, point, if you come up to me at a show and tell me to follow you, 
and you don't hand me something, I'm never going to remember you ever. That's a that as a an good point. as an artist, if you don't Something. if you don't at least give me a business card, I will Something. never ever ever in a million years remember you because I am fucking terrible with names. Please I give me names. a please I give me a business card. People come I remember up, your face. That's about it. People come up to me after sh- like at different shows and they're like, "Yo, you here? I saw you last show. Remember I told you to follow me?" And I was just like, "Man, I don't oh, fuck. You got to give me something." Yeah. Because and- because if you hand me a business card, I will generally go Click on your profile and check See you what's out. Up. But I'm not gonna remember your your Instagram name with 45 different different font sizes and and underscores. And all the good ones are taken on random the- accounts that aren't active anymore. That's a yeah huge deep dive. But that and it's true. Like now I'm really thinking about it. That's probably the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Like even if it's a piece of paper, you can get. A hundred business card. You can get five hundred business cards for fifty dollars on Vistaprint. It is oh, not. It's absolutely. It nothing. is not that bad of an investment. And I, I definitely, I definitely recommend going low local because the profit margins between them. I are, was just about to say, yeah, can, that's that's kind that. of the standard. Fifty dollars for five hundred cards. Yeah. That's the standard. Well, You're not, and it's cool because yeah, actually, I'm, I'm, fuck you, Vistaprint. Your prices are ridiculous, but I use your designer and may screenshot those and then give them to the local people. So uh, thank you for that. But. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a good thing that it's just so accessible on the internet. But I do wish more people would do the local business thing because I know a bunch of people would just do the yeah. the, the Vista print. Thing. I try to do local when I can. Um, shirts get competitive. Yeah, that's where lot. that's where the. I mean, a lot of local places around here can screen print you both sides for around twelve dollars a t shirt. Yeah. And, and then it comes down to like who. But you then like it the comes best? down to like. But then you can get websites that'll do it for like six bucks, and it's like. Yeah, I get it, but like, I don't get it. I don't know. I'd rather always go local if I have the opportunity to do yeah, so. And like with stickers, like I, like that's very yeah. That's a no, very no. Simple I mean, thing. sticker app, um, which is which. Our oh, first, I know exactly. Sticker what app. Yeah, it's sticker. actually great quality, but it's about a hundred stickers for fifty bucks. And I just had uh, New England Noise, who who's in Danvers. I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, I with do. Him. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he did my logo. Oh, sick. he did okay. the bars over bars logo. He embroidered this hat. Which oh, we did. We, which we do sell through the Bars uh, Over yeah. Bars platform. Hey, plug. Um, New England Noise is a fantastic guy. He did fifty stick. He did a hundred stickers for fifty bucks, which is the same amount of money I, I would pay on Sticker App. Yeah, exactly. and it was and and you don't got to worry about fucking shipping or none of that. And you know, if it's one of them comes out bad, you can be like, you know, have to go to customer support. Like, hey, yeah. You know, or also, I mean, in the local thing, if you know them, you're not really gonna probably give them shit. But it's even just like if there is a little bit of a problem, you can be like, you can actually physically go somewhere. No, noise is terrific. Rather than just like typing, which is I've I've customer service wise, I'm always there. <laughs> Type. Actually, sometimes I will admit we are changing cable advi- uh cable providers, um, and I can you can get such a crazy deal if you just stay in the chat and you like don't answer for like a minute or two. With the customer service, I got like an extra $500. Like, I had to use two $500 gift cards that I can use on the bill. Oh, yeah. No, Restream is awesome, but it's fucking expensive if you're not, oh, if, so you if, if you're not a bunch of people using it. If it was just me. Oh, I get what you mean. If it was just me and I had to pay the bill every month, I'd be like, fuck this fuck, shit. Yeah. And it was me for like a couple months and I was like, fuck this shit. And I tried to cancel and they were like, here's a 30% permanent. 30% off permanent subscription like, coupon. And I was like, maybe okay. I'll, maybe I'll say I'm leaving it. <laughs> maybe I'll say I'm leaving again. Yeah. So I, it's customer service at its best. 
I did you ever like when you I don't you don't want to dox yourself, but have you done any jobs that like any sort of customer service job like that? Um, no, not like that specifically, but just like I mean, I've customer worked, facing. I, I've worked a lot in the food industry, and it's a lot of like people just back end, front end, back end, front end, yep. fucking nonsense. People complaining about fucking nothing. So you've dealt with you dealt yeah. with people. Okay. Yeah. So you're a hard earned vet. A lot of people don't have to deal with that, which sucks. If I could get a job where I don't have to fucking talk to anybody ever, I would be okay. Yeah, Just leave me alone and yeah. leave me alone. Let me do my thing. Well, and like what I think it also helps with the fan interaction and stuff too, because the amount of people, the amount of social skills, the amount of people you've met in your life is probably larger than a normal, just like met, but like you've seen them. And now going forward with all of this, um, with my hopefully things open up fuck but uh when it happens you have a lot of like understanding of how to like talk with people or even like when people come up to you at a concert it's not like there's a lot of people out there who have like never met a fan before and they're like they don't know how to interact with a fan they don't they don't really know like oh you can like have a genuine conversation even though that person might kind of be fanning out over you yeah um i've thrown um I've thrown 27 shows since um, March of since February of last year, and um, we booked over. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, that's, so it's two that's, months basically. That's pretty good. Right now, it's about four a month. We we had a we had a slow period between March and um, but we had a slow period between April and June. Oh, so you made it. We just couldn't it. really. We didn't. We didn't really have anything that we couldn't really do anything. At that's that how point. she goes. But um, we booked uh, just over 75 artists in total. Um. Double dipped oh, okay. a few times, so, yeah. but we've worked with a lot of people over the last few, um, the last year, and just what when COVID happened, when it started, all the promoters just said we can't make money off of these, uh, we can't make money off of live stream events, so we're we're done. That's and then not, I'm like, oh, I don't fucking care. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't fucking care about money. That's I just happening. like I just like hip hop, so I'm throwing shows. That's there the, aren't any promoters in Boston and New England. No, that's not true. There aren't any promoters in Boston that give a fuck about hip hop enough to throw them for free. Yeah, and I was about, I, and I, I can back that statement for life. There aren't enough. I won't disagree with that. There are no. There are not enough promoters in Boston that genuinely give a shit about hip hop enough to throw them for free. It's and it's amazing that you are doing that because most of it you always talk about. I've even brought it up a bunch. The money coming back to the money, but you do actually like you care about it. Oh yeah, it's no, not just. I haven't charged. We've thrown twenty-seven shows, booked seventy-five different artists, and we haven't charged any artist a penny. Every time they leave a show, they get full documentation with the video. They get hundred plus photos each, completely for oh, free. So that's okay. It's, so that's it, yeah, and I assume the reason you did that is because earlier on there was, I played sixty shows in twenty in the last half of twenty nineteen, which was a, which is about ten a month. That's, that's fucking a, ridiculous. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And I paid a lot of money to perform. Uh, so. I paid a lot of fucking. I probably spent five thousand dollars to perform in twenty nineteen. That's a lot of that's fucking a lot of money. money, especially for a starting. Like it's not. And and a lot of these events weren't just like pay me and here's a mic. They were like, um, some were like that, but most were. Here's a certain amount of tickets. If you sell this many, you break even. Okay. But if you're an artist who maybe hasn't th- hasn't hasn't played a lot of shows, doesn't have a fan base, maybe you 
maybe you don't sell any tickets. Maybe you get your family to come, but you can't really charge them. Yeah, no, yeah. What are you um, gonna, yeah. And unfortunately, promoters who take money from artists don't care about talent. And they don't actually care if you bring people because it's a check. Not charging the artist to perform allows me to be the gatekeeper of quality. Oh, fuck. That's a really so good point. I can book whoever the fuck I it want doesn't matter. based on talent and talent alone. I don't care if you bring one person or a hundred people. I'm booking you because I, I, I genuinely love your music. Nobody gets booked through bars over bars just because they DM'd us. I, I do my research. I curate these events. I can't book this person with this person ever because their styles don't mix. I am the gatekeeper of quality when I throw shows, and that's how it should be. That's that's fucking great because most of it is fucking money-based. This isn't a technical difficulty. This is an ad. This ad is brought to you by Tommy Chong CBD. The world is full of CBD brands, but only one of them has the name Tommy Chong. They have drops, they have topicals, gummies, and soft gels from 750 milligrams full-spectrum gummies to 250 milligram muscle freeze gels. They got everything in between for whatever you need. There's definitely something on the website that will pique your interest. Drops come in three different formulas. So one of the drops is full spectrum. Another drop is good vibes. And then another one is nice dreams. I think it's pretty obvious which ones do what. Obviously, you can look at more of them when you go on and read the descriptions of them. They got 300 milligram versions all the way up to 3,000 milligram versions. So no matter who you are, there is a product for you. To check them out, go to wickedgood.xyz. That's wickedgood.xyz. Then there's the Wicked Good Ads tab. Click right there. Bada bing, bada boom. That's that's all you need. And if you'd like to save some monies, you can use code Tommy20, all capitals Tommy20, no spaces, to save 20% off at checkout. Again, wickedgood.xyz, Wicked Good Ads tab. Some of the ads there are exactly what you want. And if you go to the cart, add all the stuff that you need, use code Tommy20, uppercase all Tommy, and no spaces 20. Check out, bada bing, bada boom, you're done. Now let's get back to the episode. Oh, no, it's... T- and 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 when, when, the, when the pandemic started, people fell off. Like, a oh, lot, yeah. lot of people... A, oh, yeah. a lot of DJs who just press play and go to the bathroom haven't posted anything on their DJ account for a year. Nope. And it's because when the money stops flowing, is this is this your passion? Is this your art form? Or was it just a hobby that you can pack up and put away in the garage? You know, for me, when the pandemic started and I noticed, immediately noticed that all the shows are getting canceled, I said, well, that's just not going to happen. There's so going to be shows. You went, you went, so you did your due diligence and really looked into like, how am I going to, how am how I going to throw doing? shows and keep hip hop moving in New England? So when people come back there, so when artists come back, they're not so out of practice. They can do the bigger shows. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, and it's, it's cool because uh, it's, it's needed. And I think that there probably are things like that in other places. And we need something like that around here. Um, I do want to get into. Yeah, we can talk about whatever you want. 
All right. Yeah, no, I, I, I enjoy the flow. I hate breaking it up. But I, I just need to uh, I just need to share the the beats over beats stuff on. Facebook oh no, dude, you're you're good. Actually, if you really because that just went live. Yeah, no, no, it only takes a second. All right, all right. Hey, you know what you're doing. You got the business. Uh, I will say this while people are talking. All right, well, I'm the only one talking. <laughs> talking. Um, Tony Hawk's last 540. The video that that of that is uh, very heart. Warming, especially. Oh, I, I cried a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I did. Yeah, exactly. So I, 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 I would highly recommend people watch it. I know people have been talking about it, but just watch it. It's the guy was a legend. Well, I mean, he still is a legend. But the fact that he's fi- he was fifty two and he did that shit just absolutely blew my mind. I didn't even understand how crazy that was. And like I, I, I scootered, so I didn't. I was. I scootered. I couldn't skate. I, skating was too hard. So I, I was like, oh, dude, I can do a backflip on this. This is way easier than doing it on a fucking skateboard. You gotta grab the deck and shit. With this, I just fucking hold the bar and go back. So much easier than that. But what I did uh, want to talk about before we do anything else, um, you have. Um, I noticed a deep affinity. I would like to say for Boston sports. Is that somewhat correct? You oh, do yeah. like. Okay. No, I grew up really close to Fenway. Um, oh, fuck, I remember. Fuck you. I Damn remember. It. I remember Sebastian. handing out like flyers and shit, like at Fenway oh, and stuff cool. like that when I was a little kid. Um, Did I you just, always go. I've there? always been around. I've always been around Fenway, and and the Red Sox are are definitely a huge, huge part of my life. Um, did you get to go any of those ga- any of those games when they were doing the World Series or uh, any of the playoffs? I did not. Couldn't uh, afford that. <laughs> one of, so one of my friends had his grandfather has t- uh, season tickets. And he got to go to the, uh, I can't remember if it was the, f- no, because we won in. Okay, so it was even, la- even when we won in two thousand four and two thousand and seven, it it didn't it 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 was nowhere near as good as, as we won in in twenty thirteen. Yes, because we won here. In here, yeah. we won yes. in Fenway. And it's so and I I feel I feel spoiled because of the the run that our teams have gone on. So I'm I'm hoping that lull never ends. But I I very much enjoy anytime anyone has a sp- sports conversation immediately it's fuck boston just because we're so fucking fuck boston. we're fucking doing so good now, i have boston, a song out i have a song coming out next thursday called fucking boston which is which comes out on promo which comes out on april 1st which is fenway okay. opening day yes oh yes it is good hey, there you go oh um also you do have there's something else coming later on in april i have Are you allowed to say yes yeah oh yeah i'm definitely okay. allowed to say i have a project coming out in april Hopefully April, um, which the single is going to be on as well, called okay. Polyvinyl Chloride, Ooh, which is the, the main ingredient in Wax Records. Okay. Um, the project it's is produced. The project produced. The project is produced by this European producer named Wax One Hundred, and I was just on YouTube and I heard his beats and I was like, I need this shit now. Like I need it now. Like this is li- this is boom bap. This is the best boom bap '90s beats I've ever fucking heard, and I need it now. Just writing the DMs. So I was writing the DMs, and I was like, Let's "Listen, go. bro, like I need it now. I need it. Yeah. I need it and now." You sent and them he through. was like, "He was like, yo, a lot of people send me like garbage, but this might be. Let's you go. might have some of the best music, period. Which I don't believe, but I'm 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 just we got a we got a ten track project coming out in April called Polyvinyl Chloride, and it's 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 just lyrical boom bap up to 11 it's crazy and so and this and so this is album this is album i don't i i don't know point, the term i mean i put out a 15 track project called the eighth letter in november i'll put it and that's an album DSPs. um i put an eight track project out in january of 2020 called maximum carnage and i just call it a project so i don't know it's, it's a, weird it's an album it's not an ep 
It's an album. Ten tracks. That's an album. Well, fucking I think. Spotify. They fucking put whatever they want in the EP <laughs> section. No, I meant for that to be something more than an EP, but whatever that means. And I mean, all those names came from when we had physical things and mm. the copyright, the mixtape. Just it's just copyright. The mixtape. When people call shit a mixtape, I hate that. Cause it's, it's not. Like, what are you just putting it on Dat Piff? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what copyright are you not? In, what in, copyright are you not doing? I don't know. And it kind of sucks too. Hopefully, at some point, they'll revamp the goddamn copyright system, which is what I'm hoping will happen in 2024 with all this stuff happening. Because, but it's just there's, and also as like a person I've in the YouTube realm and all that crap, um, people just get striked randomly out of nowhere. Like I bet at some point, I don't know if you're monetized on any of your channels and can start getting the strikes, but like if you get a strike and you're doing a live stream, that you'll you'll have no more ability to, to live stream and someone could just like the system can just hear a sound in a beat that is deaf like it sounds the same as it's another in the youtube algorithm system and then they're like oh nope mm. so have you you've never had you ever had any live stream deals with any like we, problems we've had facebook is incredibly tough um, we've had instances where, where the stream has been partially muted during a section which isn't the worst thing in no, the world at least it's still um, up right We've been shut down more on Facebook than we have anywhere else. Um, I guess that's pretty good. It's yeah, not everyone. but Facebook's not like you can't stream anymore. They just—it's kind of just like yeah, videos okay. deleted. Sorry, bro. That's good. I guess that was um, one of my own. Real YouTube, it's that. a lot of like we can't. It, it's it's they don't shut the stream down, but it's a lot of when it goes to re-upload itself, it's like hey, like maybe like cut this part out a little bit, or okay, like maybe okay. mute this part just yep. like a tad, and and. In the YouTube studio, it's it's as easy as it's hitting easy. a button. They've done it. They've they've fixed it. So it's so it's it's not the worst thing. Twitch, I mean Twitch, we've had zero issues with. I've not, Wild I've, West. That's been the Wild West. I've for a while. never gotten a notification on Twitch that's been like, "Hey, bro, maybe like calm down." Jeff Bezos let that <laughs> lets that one just run. Just run. It's like and like I've watched enough streaming back in the day, and I I was one. I did. I don't remember what it was, but back in the day, I used to fucking play video games. Everyone's like, "Oh, dude, you gotta you gotta put music in the background." And as a person who made music, I'm like, that's a terrible idea because I'm going to, now I'm going to lose all my videos. But it seems like Twitch has done pretty good with. Yeah, Twitch has been, um, Twitch is dope. And it's so much easier. You gain more money, you gain more money through ad revenue than YouTube. And it's so much easier to become an affiliate than it is on YouTube. I mean, that's actually another good point. 50 followers stream for seven hours a month, stream, stream for seven days a week out of the month. You do that once, you do that once, and that's it. And then you need an average of three viewers a stream. So just have a few fucking computers up when you stream. Put your cell phone up. Exactly. If you, but it doesn't count as a viewer if you're watching yourself. So you need to like, yeah, not be signed in. Well, if you're a smart internet person like everyone should have, you'd have a VPN. So Mm -hmm. that way you can. This episode is sponsored by NordVPN. Son of a bitch. No, it's not. (laughs) And I have attempted to get them to sponsor, but they haven't given it to me yet. So. Express VPN. No. Episode sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Ra- yes. <laughs> Fuck no, Raid we gave Shadow. It, no, we just I could, gave I could talk promo. about how much I hate loot boxes and mobile apps for hours. Oh, all right. But I hate. What it. was the first? Like, why did you have? Did you get a loot box and you're like, this sucks? It's just like, I just don't like the idea of not being given what I want. Um. Yeah, some random thing that someone else is just gonna. I'd rather just. I'd rather just always have the ability to unlock. I guess, right, The Last of Us 2 costed Naughty Dog five times 
much to make as the first one. Yes. And these are both games that have zero microtransactions Nothing. in them. So they need to sell five times as many copies in order to make the same amount of money. But it's still a $60 game. Yeah. So more and more and more every year, games are becoming more and more expensive to make. People don't want to spend more than $60. No. So the only option they have is to sell you these, like, the color blue on your fucking yes. gun. Um, Which is kind of shit. I, I like- don't fuck with that. But I understand why it has to be that way. Oh, yeah. But I would also like a situation where I can always earn the color blue if I want. I don't fuck with battle passes. No, Because you need passes. to pay for the ability to, to play the game and unlock stuff. I have to pay for something, then do another 24 why hours. Why can't I just run. always be able to unlock this thing, but pay for it if I want it now? But then it's a situation of maybe it's throttled, so maybe you gain so little XP that you have to pay for it or else it's going to take like a thousand hours. And that's the thing is just we don't know the back end of a lot of these video games. So unless you're one of those crazy grinder people that you see on YouTube that's like, oh, I put a thousand hours on something. Or like the people like back in the day playing COD, I remember we'd go up on a certain wall and we let that had a checkerboard on it. And then we'd run and we'd, we'd learn the actual gun pattern of the, the way the gun moves so that you know how to move your finger on the right direction. Yeah. So you hold it. So... Like, there's only people like that who are ever going to realize, oh, I'm getting fucked. Might as well just pay for this. Mm-hmm. Most people are like, eh, I'll just pay for it. And I agree. I think, and you make such a good point because some, I don't think a lot of people realize how much game development kind of has inflated. Because back in the day, I'm sure when G- well, GTA 5 microtrans, they literally have a casino inside their game, which yeah. is just crazy. That, I that's think GTA 5 is, the prices of in-game items are actually very fair. Yeah, Even though you can buy money, compared to a lot of other games, it's fair. I don't agree. I don't don't think you should spend money in Grand Theft Auto. No. But since the PS4 version came out, which was in 2014, yes. a lot of like like doing a heist, it takes an hour. You'll get like like half a half a billion dollars doing a heist. Yeah. So you get a lot of friggin' money yeah, oh yeah. for playing for an hour. The only problem, so like, what well, I I we just play. I played the new heist with my friends like uh, a couple weeks ago. And the new heist is actually definitely the best way to make money. The only problem is, like, when you do the heist the first time, you get you get half a billion. Then you go do it the next time, it's like ten million. Like, son of a, can I just make a new account and transfer all the goddamn money again? Mm-hmm. And so, I you video games, you play some video games. I play a lot of video games. I'm definitely a f- more of a fan of single player experiences. The Last of Us, the first game, is yes, my favorite game of all ever. time. Um, just because there's none of that, like. Even when I play multiplayer games, even when I play Call of Duty, like I mute everybody, you know, it's just oh, yes. I, even even multiplayer experiences for me are are single player experiences. Um, I've never played Deep Rock Galactic, but I want to so bad. That actually looks, but I don't have a PC unless unless it's on Xbox. I have I just got rid of the Game Pass a few months ago because I just it's the Game Pass is so good. I just never use my Xbox, so I just didn't oh, want to so, yeah. pay for it anymore. And so I I was I Xbox usually fuck PlayStation. Uh, no, oh, my PlayStation for the that. Game Pass is crazy. Oh yeah, oh it's crazy. It Ridiculous. is such a good idea, and PlayStation is blowing it with PlayStation. Blow, absolutely, blowing they're it. fucking blowing it. So I did, don't know how, but they're blowing it. Sony, who knows? Uh, so you um more first person. What side did you play Cyberpunk? Did I play Cyberpunk? Wait, wait. I that's did not te- play Cyberpunk. That's a bad question because I wouldn't recommend anyone play it. No only on PC. Cyberpunk. Only play it on PC. Because everywhere else it's a potato. 
Well, so I have a, I built a crazy computer so I could do all this editing and crap. I mean, are you sure it was yeah. great on PC when it, when the file size got up to eight megabytes? They deleted themselves. <laughs> no, that that was a setting that I made sure was not turned on. That's a very big problem. Um, yes, it was shit. I have I I played through and I haven't touched it since. Uh, main point is when you play a first person game. Is it more because you like really getting like immersed into like you like seeing what they like type of world they created? Yeah. Um, one of my other favorite games is the Metro series. Oh, son of a um, bitch! And yeah, that, those things. And that is like I sweat when I play it because I am yeah. just genuinely like fucking immersed. If there was a VR Metro game, I would never take the headset off. Period. It is. It I is. Piss myself a couple it times. It is such an immersive game. And and shit like that just puts you in the shoes of somebody in a post-apocalyptic world, um, and Fallout fucking blows it. But Metro, Metro is a great game. Yeah, overall Metro's done a lot better in the long run. It still feels like a game from two thousand seven, but yes, but I think it's a great game. And I think like, see, I had I I've been just torn. Actually, personally, what I've been doing is I I've uh, with the new computer. I realized back in the day when I was a kid and I had a good computer back then, I used to play modded Minecraft or I just put like a fuckload of mods on Minecraft. And like now I'm building like solar panels and I have like this miner that like just mines the ore so I never have to fucking go do any of that stupid shit. Fuck that. So like with the computer, which I think I'm, it will probably even help you doing all this other stuff, having a nice good computer. I think it's just honestly the way to go compared to these new consoles that have came out. Yeah. I mean... The PS4 came out in 2013, and then in 2014, it's immediately irrelevant compared to the new PC. And I get it, but I don't know. PCs are fucking expensive. There's something nice though about just having. That's why I still fucking play on the Xbox every once in a while because it's nice to just have a console. Yeah, it's just there. All right, games. I built a PC for like video editing, which I hate doing, and um, and live streaming for like um, for like twelve hundred dollars. And even then, it's like it could be so much better. You know, yeah, that's the way. I, it's a lot of money you could sink into something that could have a better part next year. Oh no, I, it not, will not, have not a better could. part next no, year. It will because that's just it how will. the business is. That's that's exactly how the business is. All right, so we're 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 hitting about an hour. I don't want to keep you too long, and I like keeping these a little short, so actually people will enjoy it. Um, do you have anything else to plug? I think we've done everything, but you can run through everything you want. Yeah, so uh, you can find me at Hero the MC. That is H E R O T H E E M C E E. And then, I like how you spelled it. Most people don't do that. Yeah, I just feel like it looks a lot better like that on paper. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just think I just think it stands out. Well, you just added that too, right? Yeah, like it used to be Hero, ago. and then I realized that. Well, I didn't realize. The more and more popular I got, I realized the more and more people were having trouble finding me because there's like 900 heroes on Spotify. So I was like, Hero the MC. Might as well. Might as well. And that way it's down to a T. You type in Hero the. You fuck that up. You type in Hero the on Spotify, I'm the first one. That's actually, that's a very. And that's that's shit you need. That's shit you gotta, shit you gotta use. Shit you gotta use. Searching algorithms, that's very important. Yeah, I'm a, I I come from the tech background. That's what I went to school for. So that's that's sadly that's how it works. The algorithms kind of push a lot of it. If you if you playing a show and someone's even remotely interested in you and they can't find you, you lost them. You lost them. You lost yes. them. Yes, unless you gave them a business card. Unless you gave them a business card, give them a business yeah, card. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, besides that, um, I am the sole owner controller 
um, of extraordinary well, extraordinaire of bars over um, bars media, where basically we throw shows completely free for the artist, um, because that's how I feel. Like and it is there is there a, should be is there a place? Um, oh, well, you said your DMs. Is there a more official place to kind of hit you? That's kind of the best way to do it. Uh, as for the moment, I mean, okay. shoot us an email. No, just, yeah. We have an email button on all our platforms. Yep, that definitely helps. That's definitely kind of the I would say the best way. It's bars over bars bookings at gmail dot com. Um, but I mean, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, um, we got Twitch, we got everything. We got and then YouTube. I'll um I'll leave the link that you have on your Instagram is probably the best link. I'll yeah. put that one in. Yeah. I'll put that in the description of these. Um, wickedgood.xyz for all other platforms. If you wanna, if you're listening to this and you wanna watch it, if you're watching it, wanna listen to it on the YouTube's. Uh, as you will know, there are annotations. There's a video on top of him right now. There's one on top of me. There's one in the middle, and then there's a subscribe button somewhere in the middle over there. Um, I will put uh, time signatures if you want to skip around, do whatever. Uh, Wickedgood.xyz, all that stuff. Peace.